Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 4th of October. Melbourne is waking up as the most locked down city on earth, with Victoria battling a worsening COVID crisis. Health authorities are now concerned about a fast growing outbreak in the city's southeast, with Victoria recording 2,708 new infections and five more COVID deaths over the weekend. ICU nurse unit manager at Royal Melbourne Hospital, Michelle Spence, says COVID can affect anyone at any age. COVID does not discriminate. Last week I saw a 30-year-old with no past history uh, be put on a ventilator because he wasn't, in my, in my opinion, he wasn't vaccinated. That was his, his card out of this. But he, he didn't get vaccinated and, and now is on life support at Royal Melbourne. It is not old people. It is not people with comorbidities. It is not anything like that. It does not discriminate and I've seen it with my own eyes. Meantime, Queensland's latest COVID numbers will be released later this morning with hopes last night's NRL Grand Final won't be a COVID super spreader event. While there were new local cases detected in the lead up to the big game on the Sunshine State, there were no new infections recorded yesterday. Dr Omar Korshid, president of the AMA, says there's always a risk with crowds. There is, of course, a small risk that someone could attend the Grand Final and if that happens, and that person was a super spreader, then, of course, uh, Queensland could live to regret having the NRL Grand Final. Tasmania has recorded its first COVID case in months after a teenager returned from Melbourne before testing positive. The 15-year-old flew into Launceston on Friday and has since been taken to a Medi hotel in Hobart for monitoring, his symptoms described as mild. Australia is set to put in orders for a groundbreaking new pill which is said to halve the risk of severe COVID. There are reports the federal government is working to finalise a deal with pharmaceutical giant Merck for 15,000 doses of an antiviral pill which is being hailed as a pandemic game changer. To New South Wales now, and the state is just a week away from some major freedoms. It comes as New South Wales recorded its lowest daily case numbers in weeks yesterday, with 667 new infections. But sadly, the state recorded 20 COVID deaths over the weekend. Meantime, New South Wales will have a new Premier tomorrow, after the shock resignation of Gladys Berejiklian on Friday afternoon. Treasurer Dominic Perrottet is the favourite to take over the top job, and he says he is is ready. New South Wales is in a very good place. We are just a week away as we begin to open up our state. Uh, we have dealt with the crises in front of us incredibly well. I know I am part of a team uh, that has one focus and that is to look after every single person right across the state. Planning Minister Rob Stokes is also in the running to become Premier. It comes as New South Wales Transport Minister Andrew Constance has announced he is quitting state politics and will instead run for a federal seat. And the Prime Minister has had a boost in the latest news poll, but support for the independents and minor parties has increased. The Australian has found the two-party preferred vote remains at 53 to 47% in Labor's favour, but Scott Morrison has jumped two percentage points as preferred PM to 48%. 
Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Queensland and 40,000 fans have packed into Suncorp Stadium for the NRL Grand Final overnight. Despite being warned to be on their best behaviour, cameras captured most of the crowd flouting COVID-19 guidelines. Here's our reporter David Shiraz with the latest from Brisbane. Good morning, Tash. Well, as Penrith defeated the Rabbitohs, Queenslanders seem to forget we've not won in our battle against COVID. Despite crowd capacity being dropped to 75%, 39,000 fans were able to cram into Suncorp Stadium but were warned to behave in the lead-up. That meant wearing a mask when sitting, yet the televised game captured none of the sort, with large sections of the crowd wearing it around their chin or not wearing a mask at all. The Queensland government resisted a lockdown in the lead-up to this game, believing they've been able to control the spread of new clusters. We'll know in the weeks ahead if that's true. And to Western Australia and health authorities are keeping a close eye on two new COVID threats. The latest a bulk carrier with infected crew on board and also an Australian diplomatic official from Serbia who was given approval to enter the state and has now tested positive. Our Perth reporter Emma Griffiths has the details. That's right, Tash. Health authorities are working around the clock in the West to ensure they've got the upper hand on two new COVID alerts. An Australian diplomatic official and his family flew into Perth from Serbia via Dubai and were isolating in an apartment in the city when he tested positive. The man in his 30s and his family have now been moved to hotel quarantine and Premier Mark McGowan says close contacts have been identified. Our contact tracing teams and police have identified four potential close contacts of the official so far. These include employees at the apartment complex, and a driver who picked up the family from the airport. Meantime, WA Health is also keeping an eye on 12 crew members on board a bulk carrier docked in Fremantle that have tested positive to COVID-19. Three have been taken to hospital, two are now in ICU. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. 400 wealthy Australians, along with thousands of political and business leaders, sports stars and celebrities, are being named as tax dodgers in what's been called the Pandora Papers. Yes, the Pandora Papers were made public by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists and has named the likes of Britain's PM, Tony Blair, Jordan's King Abdullah and 400 Aussies as clients. The RFR says the companies that provide tax-effective advice on secret investments, real estate deals and artwork include the likes of Sashin Tendorka, singer Shakira and supermodel Claudia Schiffer. The ATO says it will be investigating. And Peter, small businesses in trouble because of the coronavirus lockdowns have been reminded there are government loans available that could help. Yes, from October 1, businesses with a turnover of less than $250 million can apply for an SME recovery loan at a bank for up to $5 million over as long as 10 years, with the government guaranteeing 80% of the loan. The government has removed requirements for SMEs to have either received JobKeeper during the March quarter or to have been affected by the floods that hit earlier this year. Interest rates are as low as 2.6%. And Peter, after a $47 billion meltdown of the Australian share market on Friday, local shares are set to get a bit of a boost today thanks to a very promising COVID drug. 
That's right, Tash, and Wall Street really loved the news with this drug company Merck announcing that its oral COVID-19-fighting drug will reduce the risk of hospitalisations or death. This has been seen as a shot in the arm for the economy, helping it to get back to normalcy faster than expected, and so travel stocks, their share prices went through the roof, and Merck's share price, it surged 9% overnight. Peter, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Time for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. My gosh, what a great game. The first NRL grand final in Brisbane certainly delivered last night with the Panthers claiming a nail-biting win over the Rabbitohs. Yes, good morning, Tash. What a grand final last night it was at Suncorp Stadium. Hey, one that we thought probably wasn't going to go ahead given the COVID situation in Brisbane, but it was certainly a fitting end to the season, especially if you're a Penrith Panthers fan this morning. The pain of 2020 becomes the joy of 2021. The Penrith Panthers have won their third premiership. On Triple M there for the first time since 2003, Penrith are NRL premiers holding off a brave bunny side 14 points to 12 in that thrilling grand final. Nathan Cleary claimed the Clive Churchill medal uh, as best on ground. He is, of course, the Prince of Penrith and told Nine sharing it with his dad and coach Ivan makes it even more sweet. That's what we spoke about when we first came together and we had a couple, you know, we had one rough year and then obviously a heartbreak of last year. And, oh man, it's just, uh, it's just special to do it with him. And yeah, that embrace was just yeah, it was emotional, but it's hot. It's the best. Wayne Bennett and Adam Reynolds are wondering what could have been this morning. Their final game for South Sydney ending in heartbreak. Uh, Reynolds had an attempt to tie the scores with a conversion, but it sailed wide and unfortunately they could not get the result that they were after. The outgoing skipper, who of course is off to the Broncos, telling Nine it's bitterly disappointing. We hung in there all night and obviously had a chance at the end there and just didn't come up with the result then. Expected to nail them and just missed my something. And in a really touching moment uh, after the game, Brian Toll, as if he didn't have enough reasons to celebrate, decided to propose to his uh, girlfriend, and she said yes. It's been a massive year for not only myself, but also my family and uh, my community as well. I um, uh, just want to thank um, my beautiful partner for saying yes. The massive year is a massive understatement there from Brian Toll. Congratulations to him and to Penrith as well. Yeah, absolutely. Breton, to the AFL now, the trade period kicks off today with several stars hoping to find new homes. Yes, it is the AFL's silly season. It is underway this morning. Clubs have 10 days to strike deals. Adam Chera, Jordan Clark and Callum Coleman-Jones among those looking for fresh starts. The Crows are out to strike a deal for Jordan Dawson with the Swans expected to play hardball for the South Australian. He wants to get home. And we'll finish up with some cricket, that uh, historic day-night test between Australia and India. Certainly hard fought. We had some weather intervening as well. Some great cricket along the way ended in a draw, which is quite fitting given the way that they played that one out. India setting a victory target of 272 to reach in just 32 overs. We got to two for 36 before the two captains came in, shook hands, and the match was called off. Great weekend in sport. Thanks so much, Brett. And there's a new million-dollar lotto campaign underway to encourage more Australians to get vaccinated. Called the Million Dollar Vax Campaign, it will give away 3,100 gift cards each day for a month, plus one lucky winner will also walk away with $1 million. The lotto is being funded by a group of corporations who want to see Australia reach 80% double vaccination rate as soon as possible. Well done. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast. 
podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.